0: Now is the time to act. Uh, later on this afternoon, I'll be sharing uh, with you that since alerting these uh, members are already flying with this thing. I know of a young man in Birmingham, Hansworth Church, immediately contacted uh, his MP, Member of Parliament. Is this what I'm hearing correct? I would like to come and talk to you. And the MP responded. We were talking last week. I was supposed to have gone just to support him, but I didn't have any transport. But we prayed on the phone. And uh, as a matter of fact, first of all, sent a template later that has been prepared to show you this afternoon. Um, And there's been interesting uh, testimonies. Obviously, Uh, The local MP responded, says, please come to my office. Uh, He went there, and the MP told him that, uh, well, to begin with, let me tell you, I'm an atheist. So you're talking to an atheist. Now, can I help you? The young man just explained to him what he had put in the letter. And when the young man eventually called me, says, the issue was even more than talking about the church issues. It was a great opportunity to minister about my faith to my local MP. Our uh, focus, this is what it's all about. In spite of what I said earlier on, this is not a them and us confrontation. The United Kingdom government is not trying to confront the churches. That's my opinion. God is giving you an opportunity we have lost for a long time. God is bringing this issue for me now to get out of my comfortable zone and minister to places I would never minister. That is what is behind this. Uh, I've even warned some Seventh-day Adventists because already since alerting them to this, some have moved from doing nothing to doing something that is out of order. I remember I was at one of the churches when I presented this message. Next day I saw on the WhatsApp, a uh, screamy yeah. friend, big brother is coming after us. No. It's not way to behave. You didn't know. Now you've just been told the government wants to consult with you. To engage with you. Respond in kind. Don't go from one you are now tending to be an extremist. If you're not careful. From one extreme to the other extreme. You are now portraying to be an extremist, which you shouldn't. For this to me, it's a challenge to come and bring a curriculum we don't teach our children. It's a challenge, but it is also an opportunity for the church to stand up and be counted and tell the government what we uphold. I repeat, if someone is consulting you does not mean he has come to fight you. Anyone who wants to fight you does not tell you when they are going to shoot you down. So if the government has given us two or twice, this is our consultation, we want to consult you. Come and speak to us, we ignore. The problem is not with the government, the problem is our sleeping state as a church. We better get up, wake up, and be able to do that which we have, we are professing to do, but we are not. Now is the time to act. Um, I'll talk later about this template, later. And, folk, this afternoon the issue has since moved on. What I was talking this, this morning, was. What the church lost in 2014 for independent schools, we never engaged with the government. And then 2015, 16, they've brought the out of school, meaning Sabbath school, every institution that has, that is religious and brings children together must now register at 18,000 organizations none of it has Seventh-day Adventism on it. It's a shame. I know some leaders really will get this well-heated, but possibly it's a wake-up call. Now, church, this afternoon, the government is moving on, you know. You, you and I can sit there and quarrel among ourselves until daylight. but The government has moved on from putting that word extremism inside the independent school. We have independent school. They have come now, they are just about to put into the server school. By this afternoon, they have come, they've gone one further. Look here. Equality of, from that, from independent school somewhere there, out of school education setting, has now been twinned with Equality oath for all public office holders. If you are a public servant, a nurse, a teacher, from now onwards you have in your workplace to swear an oath. Your folk are already responding to that. We are still quiet. As if and i'm not just talking of teachers who are seventh day adventists in seventh day adventist schools but even adventists already as i'm talking this thing is biting us repeat, let me repeat an oath for public office holders what is the whole thing behind it is uh, if, if we have an oath, then we're going to get hold of servants who would be influencing children or influencing the public to buy into our LGBT and other programs and integration. Now, I repeat, the government's program is to integrate, but with its integration comes issues that have to do with, religious liberty and my individual conscience. I have to respond to that. Romans chapter 13 verse 11 says, and that what? And that what? Can you see the other Knowing the time, that it is what? Adventists, really? Uh, uh, let me tell you. After that morning, after discovering how how sleepy we have been, I would expect, and knowing the time, the temper of the times—not just the time—it is now, not tomorrow. Now, for Adventists in the UK to awake out of what we have been sleeping. How can Two, the third one is on his way. Major things bypass us. Things that have to do with our schools, our children, now our teachers. And let me tell you, I was told, uh, I was invited to speak to the pastors. Speak to the pastors. And after I told the pastors, I said, if you and I don't act, you lose our jobs, you know. Let me tell you now, Your members, some of them are teachers, some of them are nurses. They will be affected with this, round one. And some of them, if not supported, may lose their job. Who pays your salary from their tithe? If they lose their job, you lose yours too. It may sound like an alarmist, but it's true. You and I may not change the government, but we must come in the open and support our members. Let the members know we are there for them. Let members not suffer in silence. No teacher in your audience. And I will read this afternoon. Or ask Anthea to read. After I preached, a a weekend like this, just just a day, after I preached like this, a young lady in her 20s came, says, Pastor, I can identify with this. I said, in what way? "Uh, You see, I've been going through this. I said, does the church know? He says, no. Mm. When she shared with me, I sat up and said, can you speak to the church? So she was a bit, you know, kind of uh, not too sure, but says, okay. I said, in the afternoon, when continuing, I want you to testify to the church that you can identify with what we have been sharing this, uh, this morning. She plucked her courage up and when she started talking in her 20s, very intelligent, a teacher, the congregation just went, do we have one of our young persons in our audience, going through this and we have no idea? Yes. Because if as a church we are not aware, most nurses and teachers will just shut their mouths. Because even if they open, you are no solution. You are not so proud. No wonder. In three weeks time, three weeks time, ATA, Association of Teachers, Adventist Association of Teachers, we'll be meeting for a special conference. Folk, something is heating up. We may not have all the answers, but we better wake up. Not to confront, but to rise up and be counted for God. Yes, let the government know where we stand. What God does after that is left, let it be left to God, but do your part. I must do my part. Look at this. And now, knowing the time, now is the time to awake out of sleep. Why? For now, not tomorrow, not yesterday, is our salvation, what? Nearer than when we first believed. Are you still believing the way you believed 20 years ago, 10 years ago? The world has moved on since you are believing the very same thing which is not helping you to move into action. The temper, the mood of the times is growing, yet for many, like myself, possibly yourselves, is business as usual. Ah, look, verse 12. The night is what? fast spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and what? Put on the armor of light. Look, to someone, even that to me is symbolic. That verse is symbolic. Someone who is awake out of sleep and realizes the circumstances around me have changed. You are put into action. Look at verse 12. When you know the night is fast spent, the day is at hand, you cast off and you put on. That's action time. You can't, if you were cold, you would not still remain with your, if you were hot, you would not remain. You'll be into some action. Either you cast off or you put on. But to carry on when you're too hot, to carry on when you're too cold is to be sheepish and sleep. This is what it's talking about. As a church, if we really are trustees of signs of the times, why are we not acting? You leave Muslims, you leave Sunday church people to be talking to the government on our behalf. They are the ones who bear us out to have another round if ever we, we, we respond. We may, we may not even respond. God help me. Knowing the time, the night of what is fast spent? The night of political darkness is fast spent. Economic darkness, social darkness, moral darkness, cultural darkness, even spiritual darkness is fast spent. Oh, I'm still making my money. Money what? Social man, The night is now fast spent. What? The day of our salvation. The the day to put on the armor of light. The day to be confident in what you believe. Your trust, your hope, above anything, the day of the Lord's return is now at hand. Are you operating the same way you did yesteryear and you're carrying on? LNG White, I shared with you last night. Testimonies, volume five, says, it is our duty, not just our opportunity, our duty to what? To do all in our power to avert threaten danger. Danger is coming to the Sabbath school. Danger is coming to the Pathfinders. Danger is coming to our nurses and teachers. The church should rise up with confidence and avert the threatened danger. We should endeavor to disarm prejudice by placing ourselves in proper light before the people. All we have to do is to respond to the government and place ourselves in proper light where we stand in the word of God. We should bring before them the real question at issue that's interposing the most effectual protest against measures to restrict liberty of conscience. By making a teacher swear an oath when we are not supposed to swear, it's going against the liberty of my conscience to come and be teaching children that, well, you know, the Bible's, talks about a man and a woman, but we can also bring a man and a man. It's against the conscience of the church. So church, rise up and speak. And we are, Greg, Protestants, you know. Yeah. We are Protestants. We protested against uh, teachings against the thus saith the Lord. Possibly this could be indicative of Adventists just accepting in and anything now. We are normal Protestants, you know. We allowed the Muslims to protest. We allowed Sunday people to protest. Well, we just sat there. We are protest Ellen G. What? No, look. We should bring before them the real question at issue, Interpo- intervening, interposing the most effective, effectual protest against measures that otherwise work against us you know what, church? We're not just protesting for our protesting sake. We are what? We are what? <laughs> Ambassadors for Christ, aren't we? Yes. Let me tell you, when the government is consulting, those consultation process, if the government is coming to consult you, you must act not to be rude, not to be violent, but you should seize that opportunity to rise up as an ambassador for Christ. Amen. Look at Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. King James, says, King James Version says, Now then we are what? Ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you encrusted, be ye reconciled to God look at the Good News translation, more more than one, just below. It says, here we are, speaking for who? For Christ. Oh, Bedford, uh, please help me. Isn't it a privilege? If, if Bedford would be approached by the government, inspectors coming, we approach the government as ambassadors for Christ. We are speaking for Christ. Well, notice, I'm not speaking for Zula Road or St. John's Road or General Conference. I'm an ambassador for Christ. Because the government is bringing what they think are their issues, but I'm also representing the Christ whom I've given my life to. Look, he says, here we are, then speaking for Christ, as though, I like that. As though God Himself were making His appeal through us. Ah, God Himself is making an appeal to the British government through me. What a top job. You can, I don't want another job. For God to appoint me as His ambassador to the British government. And the church is not there. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, look, God is, God has no hands but your hands. God has, but yeah, he can do without you, you know. I'll tell you, he can do without you. Uh, a couple of months ago, I just got this email. Church, listen to me. Ah, oh, there is a meeting at the House of Commons. Uh, would you like to come? I said, yeah, okay. What is it? Oh, the conservative MP will be meeting some barristers, Christian barristers and MPs, can you, do you like to come? I said, all right, I'll come. I got myself registered, I went there. Not knowing what was ahead of me, we're just 25. In fact, in fact I was the only black person there. Oh, and three black, black ladies, then Indian dressed, uh, were white folk, known where I was going. It was, uh, the, uh, of course, the meeting had to take place much later in the evening. So when I walked there, I recognized the person, a barrister who had invited me. So I walked there, they all sat. It was chaired by a a conservative lady MP. For, I was shocked. Barrister after barrister, MP after MP. I said to myself, oh Lord, are these the stones you are talking about in the last days if the church is not there? Yes. If you hear them, they don't think everyone is for this. There are some MPs and even barristers who are fighting against this. Yes. So I've been called to, um, uh, 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 they were setting up, they've set up now a pressure group called Speak Up for, God, for Christ. Speak up for Christ. When I had each one speak folk, I left the House of Commons very embarrassed. I said, Lord, where is my voice? Where is the voice of the church? An elder had come to pick me home, right? When he arrived, because he knew I had a meeting, he says, how did it go? I said, well, I'm just stunned. Then quickly, without even asking, me, what it was. He says, oh, well, you know, do, do we really have to come to the House of Commons to learn anything? I said, Elder, if only you were in, you'd be embarrassed like me. Because what they are setting up is what the church has failed to set up. Yeah. Period. <laughs> what, let me tell you, God will use others it's an opportunity and a blessing to be a 7th Adventist. But don't be left in any doubt that God has only you. I know you are a remnant church. You have the present truth. But if that present truth sits with you day in, day out, already God is setting up people to represent him. I left that place very challenged. I said to myself, never again. Never again. Uh, I've talked to some other pastors that have been uncomfortable. Other pastors, in fact, guess what? Uh, From here, I'm going to Hemel Hempstead. From here, straight to Hemel Hempstead. Tomorrow, the conference has asked me to speak to all the South England Conference Pathfinder leaders. How is this going to affect us? We must be. Awake to what is happening. guess what? Not only to to even South England Conference Path Fund, even to pastors, even to pastors. Ah, if this law, let me tell you, if this law is extended further about the oath, if it is extended further to mean anyone in public office, meaning anyone who engages with the public, the pastors engage with the public they too may be made to, get, to to hold the Bible, make an oath that they will teach that homosexual is correct. Are oh, you not listening to me? Yeah. If, if you think this will stop with the nurses and that you have it wrong. Pastors are also public servants. Yeah. Anyone who deals with the public must not be seen to be an extremist. And I like this. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17 says, therefore, this is the qualification to me. Therefore, if anyone is what? Isn't Christ is what? Is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, things become new. anyone who engages with Christ, you have a new perspective to things around you. Could it be indicative we don't know what is happening to, around us? Not because we are not preaching, but our relationship with Christ is in question. Because if our relationship with Christ is what we perceive, we should not be now uh, bed for church. Ah, Yes, I've been taught that we are the head and not the tail. But let me tell you, in so far as this is concerned, others are the head and we are the tail. We are the tail because we are having to play catch up. We're having to play catch up. You know, folk, I have two slides before I stop. Let me make a very uh, pronounced, we're ambassadors for Christ. You see at the bottom there, 1961, Vienna Convention on Diplomatic Relations. You know, just like you have doctors. diplomats, ambassadors, have a code of conduct. Are you with me? A code of conduct. And this has an international uh, uh, um, convention to it. They, They must play by the rules. So, Look at what it says about an ambassador. I see some, from, some friends from Romania. Uh, uh, let me choose an ambassador. Uh, from Romania? Please, yeah, come, yeah, yeah, come, just come. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to see general principles and purposes on being an ambassador. Okay, number one, can you see A? Follow that, see the principles, okay? A, an ambassador. An ambassador is the one representing the sending state in the receiving state. Representing the sending state in the receiving state. So you are from Romania. You are an ambassador. From the sending state, Romania... Receiving state UK, you see what I mean. Yeah. He's an ambassador. They are now breaking down for you to understand what an ambassador is. You must be representing the sending state Romania to a receiving state New, um, UK. Okay. You are ambassadors for Christ. How? From the sending state, heaven, to the receiving state, earth. Ah, you're with me. Same thing. Sending state, Romania, receiving state, UK. We are ambassadors for Christ because we're representative of Christ the sending state, heaven, the receiving state, earth, where we are. Let's go to B. Let's go to B. The work of an ambassador is protecting in the receiving state the interest of the sending state and its nationals within the limits permitted by international law. Let's break that one up. Romania again. Protecting the... Protecting in the receiving state. So your role, you are no more in Romania, you are now in UK as an ambassador. Your role is what? Protecting the interest of Romania in UK. It's nationals—anyone Anyone who is a Romanian is under your protection within the limits of international law. Let's break that on down. From heaven. Protecting in the receiving state, you and I are ambassadors for Christ. We must protect the interests of heaven. Are you not with me? Your role is to protect the interests. UK will come up with its own laws. It is the role of the ambassador to turn around, are these in keeping with my country? Okay, if not, there is an issue right there. Look, look, the interest of the sending state, but also its nationals, its nationals. So, heaven, you are an ambassador for Christ, you must represent the interests of heaven, but also the people of God must come under your protection. And it says within international law, within the laws of earth, but within what? The law of, of God. You are an ambassador for Christ. They are using international law. You must be using the law of God three negotiating with the government of the receiving state negotiating negotiating Folk, look at this look at this you have been sent from Romania from time to time there will be some difficulties Romania president is over there you are in UK UK comes up with trade laws political laws that are in conflict with Romania. You must be a chief negotiator to represent your country so that there is peace and understanding. The same thing, you are an ambassador for Christ. You must be able, the government is bringing some laws of homosexuality. You believe in things not that, uh, not in that setting. You must not confront the UK. You must enter into negotiation. By that I mean, present your side of the story in a Christ-like manner. What would Christ be like if he were in my place? Do you think Christ would be just opening his mouth and shouting? You don't make enemies by shouting. You make friends by loving them. Amen. But not that alone. Uh, well, I could go on and on, but let me just come to the last one. Ah, uh, I, li- I like the, uh, another version which says, so, in 2 Corinthians, so we are ambassadors. Who di- what? Who represent Christ? I like that. We are ambassadors who are here in Bedford to represent Christ. So if all the churches here are responding that what is coming is unchrist like and Bedford Church keeps quiet. We are not ambassadors. We are not ambassadors for Christ. We, so we are ambassadors who represent Christ. Look at that. What? God is what? God is what? I'm reading mine. Oh, fuck, I'm tired. God is what? Very good. God, look at this. So we are ambassadors who represent Christ. God is negotiating with you, with the UK government. Through what? God is negotiating with the Westminster through Bedford Church. There is an issue that has come up. Are you with me? It must be settled. Bedford must rise up to the occasion on behalf of Christ and bring some... Look at the last sentence which says, we beg you... What? If you are begging someone, you're not fighting them. Are you with me? We beg you, UK Westminster government, we beg you, as Christ be reconciled to God. The UK government is bringing fundamental British values which will promote homosexuality. Right? You must be a chief negotiator on behalf of heaven to come and say to the UK government, I want you to be reconciled to the values of God. And God must be using you and me to tell the Westminster government as his ambassador. The other day, you may be seated, you know, I was invited by uh, an ambassador in Westminster. I went there, and it was so amazing. When I arrived, I was called upstairs and introduced what I was very much surprised. He had this big desk, a massive telephone to his right and a small one to his left. And around we just read books, Constitution, 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 Constitution. So before we started talking, he turns around and tells me a little bit about what he does. What amazed me was that You see all these books around? I said yes. Every time I'm contacted by the British government on any negotiation, I refer to my country's constitution. It's amazing because I'm representing my country. As a matter of fact, as I came in, are you with me? To his office. As I came in, as I faced him, the photograph, a massive photograph of his uh, president or prime minister was facing me. And his face, there's no way you turn without seeing the, his smiles away and yet he's in. Is that so with Christ? Is so crust, so ingrained in your mind that wherever people turn your neighbors, all they see is Christ in you. He tells me, guess what? All of these, you see the constitution of my country? I have to refer to each one of them in response to the British government. Do you and I refer to the Bible as our constitution when we are confronted with things that we don't believe? And then the... The, the, the. ambassador turned around and says, do you know this? Two telephones, I said yes. This one on my right, uh, no, this one on my left is the one I use for UK. All those who have they come from this line. But all the lines to my straight to my prime minister is this one. So there is nothing I say to the UK government without consulting my country. Is that so with your church in mind? That before we carry out even in response to the British government, we are asking he who sent us. What must we respond? But it would seem as a church, we are now ambassadors who have lost communication, not only with heaven, but even with the British government because the British government has approached us and we're not responding. Look at this, it was R.G. Felfer who wrote a diplomatic handbook, sixth edition, page three. He wrote, we are living at a time, that's R.G. Felfer, that's his handbook, we are living at a time when the old world order has collapsed. And a new world order is nowhere in sight. He's a worldly person. Let me tell you, this is not a Christian, you know, a worldly person. I want you to listen to this. Our only hope lies in the successful conduct of diplomatic relations. Look at this. He says, the old world order is collapsed. The new world order, we can't see it because things are getting worse. So the only way out of this is to have top diplomats. Further on at the bottom, look, at his is seventh edition. What did he write? Those words, those words still apply. And if anything, understand the seriousness and magnitude of diplomats' responsibilities. What he's saying there is, What he said in the sixth edition has not vanished, still remains. If not, by the time you come to the seventh edition, things have heated up to a point where he says, a diplomat must now realize that his work has even doubled. Is that so with you and me? Do you think from the last time we we did whatever we did? The work has doubled up for me to be a representative. Or is it business as usual? We dealt with that yesterday. Members of the church will be individually tested and proved. They'll be placed in circumstances where they'll be forced to bear witness for the truth. Men will be called to speak before councils and in course of justice, perhaps separately and alone. Folk, let me tell you, if we can't start now, we will respond one day. And those will be challenging times because we are not in the custom of doing it. We'll be overwhelmed. Oh, it is my prayer Uh, that we will see this as an an opportunity. Bedford Church. Uh, Take it from me. I don't see this as a threat. No one I said it's a challenge but a welcome challenge, an opportunity for the church in the next round, come this afternoon, when this consultation is coming back. Let me tell you, the consultation which has been put to bed but not gone is coming back. I hope Bedford, as individuals and as a church, will say, I'll contact my MP. I'll introduce myself. I'll raise this issue but more than confront, share your faith, share your belief, share your hopes for a dying world. Bow our heads for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, truly thank you, for the opportunity of this bill. Its intentions cannot be argued. We want to be saved but it would seem the devil has a way of trying to implicate well-meaning citizens. But through it all, Lord, we see an opportunity for representing you as your ambassadors. We pray, I pray, each one individually, so pray that we'll truly be ambassadors for Christ. Share with the British government. Whatever the outcome will be, God is in control. And we thank you, Lord, for doing that which you please in the end. Because as your church, as individuals within the church, we truly have represented your right, is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.